0: Welcome to Fans of the Forge Knife or Death Wrap-Up Season 2, Episode 3, Enter the Yatagan. We had an interesting episode here. We had a couple, well, we had one new obstacle in Knife Fight, so let's get right down to business. We're going to talk about what was Knife Fight this time. So the first obstacle was Slice Twice. You had to cut the sugar cane two times the second cut in midair, before it hits the ground. Very difficult. Very difficult. And if you had the right blade for the job, it made it a lot easier. There was a number of possible blades that were on this episode that had a double-edged blade, right? and that made it way easier. Yeah, absolutely. a single-edged blade ended up making this very difficult. So we'll have to see how that played out for our contestants here. Then we had Slasher, which again was swing through the moving target before it swings back to its original position. Then Timber. You had to chop through the 2x4, make it land in the target area. Then moving on from there, you have Ice Pick. Chop into the ice, get to the center, release the fluid, and you have to cut all the way through the block of ice. Lifeline this week had Chicken, Fish, and a Rope. And then kill shot. You had to slice through all six ratchet straps with three swings. Now, this one was specific in that it was the individual, the double, and then the triple, all vertical. And we'll see how that also played out later on in the episode. Mm -hmm. There was some interesting developments there. Yeah, some BS. Some BS, I believe, for sure. And then, if you finish that, you... Plunge your blade into the tree stump to end your
1: run, or you just touch it, or Or just touch it. They say plunge. (laughs) They say plungement. Most of them just like put lays down nicely
2: when they have swords. They're just like,
1: well, and if you need to use your weapon later, later. Oh yeah, you know why dull it? Yeah, further.
0: So I'll start us off here. Our first contestant was Kayla Nieto, wife of Tobin Nieto, aka a forged and fire champ. All right, who. Interestingly enough, Alex Ruiz is good friends with oh. and they were just hanging out last night oh, watching a, and live yeah, streaming yeah. Uh, during Knife or Death and Forge and Fire last night. So uh, shout out to the Nietos and this was Kayla's run. She was using a hybrid Yadagon saber, which looked pretty good. It had a nice look to it. Yeah. It was an Ottoman Turkish knife used between the sixteenth century and the nineteenth century. It had an eighteen inch blade. It, Travis said it was very light. It was moderately sharp, had a curved edge that was good for slashing, but its big weakness was that it was very thin, possibly prone to bending. And they made note to talk about how she does obstacle course racing. And I'm like, hey, hey look
1: Spartan. Spartan. Look yeah. oh,
0: <laughs> and she's also studying Krav Maga and lost over 100 pounds in the last year. Leading up to coming onto this show, yeah, that's She's, impressive. That's pretty impressive, and as you can see here, she um, she performed pretty well in this course. So for slice twice, okay. So don't don't count slice twice in that because it was difficult, right? She had uh, yeah, four that's, penalties. It's gonna slow anyone up. It's... She swung slow um, and did not swing fast enough to control the the cane as it fell and give her enough time to cut a second time. So. Depending on how she was swinging the blade, it either knocked it down or even even when she swung up, it kind of kicked it out more than it kicked it up. So she got four penalties there. But Slasher, she went through zero penalties, had solid swings, managed to get through those boxes. Cool. Not bad. Timber, she took her time. She chopped away. And she, even though they said she was hitting it too hard... Really, her biggest thing was that she hit it one last time at the end yeah. that knocked it off out of the target. Like if she had stopped one slice early or one chop early, it would have fallen. It was already on its way
1: And down. this is one of the key phrases of this episode, one too many. One too many. Yes, that is true. I have a count at the bottom of how many times it was said. Oh, <laughs> did you really? I, I, added, you you added I, that? I added some counts.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Then Ice Pick made it through the ice no issues. Lifeline, she cut through the chicken and the fish, and unfortunately, she stopped at the rope. And the reason for that was because of the way she swung her blade. It was a very horizontal slice, and rather than holding the rope down with like a downward angled slice or or slash, it pushed it off to the side and sent it flying out. (laughs) Um, And so she didn't pull it down with the cut, and that's where her run ended in Lifeline. What? It got pretty far. That's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. Next up, who wants to do that? You mm-hmm. wanna do that?
2: Sure. Um, we have Dave Martin, made more than uh, 30,000 knives as a bladesmith.
0: That was his estimate. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty good, yeah. That's pretty good.
2: He had a two-handed buoy, 416 layers of 5160 spring steel, um he's cut through a lot of things to test it it's designed for chopping the cutting edge that will dull and become a club 15 inches long i
0: thought the length was a little short here um as we've seen in the past the shorter blades tend to have a little more of an issue and 15 inches is not the shortest we've seen but it's it's not shorter than most it's shorter than most yes
2: um, two-handed grip, which is good for power swings. And the Damascus looks nice, but could be detrimental in competition if there is a flaw in the forging process. So for sl- Slice Twice, he incurred four penalties. Not very good form for cutting through. Wait, Okay. take back? So not very good form for cutting through once, never mind twice. Then he had Slasher, where he smashed through first Finished the second and had a penalty on the third one. And then for Timber, he was gasping for air trying to chop through and was medically evacuated on a stretcher.
1: Yeah, that was a shame. Uh, yeah, it's rough. So moving on, we have Eric Hardman. Six foot six tall guy, brought in a medieval longsword, practices historical European martial arts. I just want to mention on Instagram, you can find him at Eric J. Hardiman.
0: H-A-R-D-E-M-A-N. So I'd like to, if we know their Instagram, might as well put it out there so people okay. can
1: follow them. Yeah. So. And uh, brought his blade or to Travis. And Travis says, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, blade was made by Angus Trim. And do you know the significance of that? I don't know the significance of that. I don't
2: know. That. That. No.
0: probably, looked, probably, <laughs> probably, look probably a up. good maker, I guess. Yeah, so. I guess
1: so. Um, Comments about this. Edge could be sharper. The 38-inch sword blade, two-handed grip, designed for chopping and slashing, will be slower to wield and has potential to lose its sharpness. Mm -hmm. So, slice twice, only two penalties. Not bad. Not bad. Um, His technique is good. Knows how to use the double edge. Yeah, he was really using the the upward, then right back down swing. Moving on to slasher, lots of power swings. Caused the sword to bend but he had zero penalties. Moving on to Timber. He bent the sword straight before attempting, so he's kinda getting on it.
2: He was doing that basically after every Uh, obstacle at that point. Yeah,
1: at this point, every obstacle he's he's kinda trying to take the bend out. Mm -hmm. Um, Hit with lots of power, which generally is a bad idea, because you wanna kinda finesse this board to fall in that ring. Right. Um, But the split from his cut, allowing it to land in the target Mm-hmm. Instead of toppling past, yep. So, so he passed. Pretty it. good. Yeah. He was one.
0: He I think he ended up being the only one to do yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it was in, it was he got like what well, maybe three quarters of the way through the board, and then it split all the way down to the bottom. So you could see it was actually like all the way down to where it was yeah. next to the ground is, and so that I think that probably helped it kind of guide it down at that right. point.
1: So moving on to ice pick, he bent the sword again. Um, cuts through. In five powerful powerful swings, and his blade they show it it's flexing all over the place, oh yeah, those big swords pretty, pretty crazy mm-hmm. moving on a lifeline, easily cut through all three perfect technique, cutting up higher in the rope, allowing the weight of the rope to steady it while he cut at an angle, so he just brought it down, and that's what you need to do with the rope, yeah, so well
2: it's easy when you're six six
1: hey <laughs> plus plus you would it it. There's that, but the
0: swords generally don't do well on a rope cut either because of the fact that they have such a long blade to them and mass to them, and and he had the technique to take advantage of that. Whereas other
1: guys just swing it. it seemed like, like I mean. he knew what to do. Yeah, yeah, because you want to pull that rope down. So if you do downward, it's kind of once it grabs, it's going to drag it. Yep. And not let it kind of swing out of the way. So moving on to kill shot, he cut through all three sets of straps. But when his follow through on the first draft hit the second grouping, it ended up stopping his run because it compromised the second set. Yeah. Travis came out after that and and explained
0: this he issue.
2: Because after this, after kill shot, he just went right to the stump and touched
0: it. Yeah. Right. Like he was like, I'm done. I finished. I made it to the stump. And Travis is like, not so mm. fast.
1: Well, let me, Let's go well. review. <laughs> uh, it felt bad. I was like, geez, man, you know. I feel like there's a, it doesn't make sense to do it that
0: way if you're going to have the exact same obstacle, kill shot, right, where you have the multiple straps in different directions and you just get That doesn't straps. matter. It doesn't matter. Right. So why should it matter if you knock because, you into the next one? Because
2: it was part of the test to do one and then two and then three. And if you take two out and then one, that was not the test in this particular
1: I guess, but... I, s- I understand that, that yeah, okay, it compromised it. it. What are you trying to test here? That the man or the person wielding the weapon knows how to stop the blade? It's you a know, sword. Really, It's a giant-ass Yeah, I know. Sword. I'm saying, like, it's kind of ridiculous that, okay, they have to show us full control, you know? That's kind of what it ends up becoming at that point. Right. Well. But he
0: did well. He did well still, the furthest anybody got into the course right. so far next up was Mike Cleveland and he is at Half-Life Knives on Instagram and Facebook. He had a bitchin' handlebar mustache. Yeah, Looks I like he it puts a lot of time to that yeah. mustache. He does. He admitted it. <laughs> and he came with a Tonto style chopping knife. Traditionally used by samurai in close quarters combat, this particular one had a 12 and one quarter inch blade. So, it's too short. As I said, it's too short. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but otherwise, it had a very sharp edge. He had a horse stall mat handle. So I guess it's just like a rubberized kind of mat that is used in horse stalls. It's cushy. It's a little squishy. Okay. It makes it a little easier to grab onto maybe. Cool. All right. And the possible weakness that was highlighted was that this thing might be a little too heavy. Too heavy for a foot-long blade? I know. Man. I mean, it's, it's interesting uh, that that was the weakness. But right. moving in here, slice twice. He had three penalties. I maintain that if it were longer, he likely would have cut more of them. They showed the slow motion of some of his swings, and like he was close to getting that second cut. If it had an extra three inches, yeah, it it was really
1: close. Yeah. So,
0: oh well. I mean, three penalties, but you know, you can make it back from that. Uh, Slasher, he did have one penalty on the wood box. He just was not able to completely cut through. You know, know those
1: things are moving, and unlike. The the other episodes where it's those two giant boxes that move back and forth repeatedly, and you have to completely smash through it. These just once across, once back. That's it. Round trip. You're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really got to have stamina because you got three of those to go through. Yep. And the, the first
0: the one's like the the PVC pipe, and which isn't as difficult, but still, it takes a lot to swing through and get through all these things. Yeah. So. So he did have that one penalty there. Um, for Timber, he cut a wedge out of the back, and this was a good technique to do because he, he cut the wedge out and then he switched to the front to try right. to release it to cut it. But we did note, Teresa actually pointed out, that he was hitting more on the side rather than straight in the front. Yeah. He was catching, like, the front right angle on it, and uh, when it did finally cut, the wood just missed the target. It kind of cocked a little You're bit. kind of pushing we it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, for ice pick it took a long time for him to get through the ice he wasn't being as symmetrical with his cuts and he was, they just weren't lining up so it seemed like he was hitting it all over the place but eventually did make it through and then lifeline he failed at the chicken Damn, oh, you know you know. after all of the first season where the fish was like the worst part but people did get stopped by it the it was chicken. a bad cut yeah it just it didn't there was lots of things about it. I mean, it was a backslash yeah. at an upwards angle, and it wasn't close enough to get all the way through. So all if right. he was a little closer to it, he might have been able to. Or again, if he had that extra maybe two to three inches of blade, he might have been able to get through it. But he caught it on the tip yeah. of the sword. So unfortunately, that's where he stopped, at the chicken. You don't want to see that, but that's what happened. Yeah. So...
2: Genuine, relying on endurance training she had um, done for a marathon. She did two marathons, right?
0: Two marathons, two marathons.
2: Yep. Um She had a 10-inch chopper, and, which is shorter than <laughs> the one he was just going on about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a note here. What? 10-inch? <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. She's going to go nowhere. Yeah, that's really short. Um,
2: canvas micarta blade, light, sharp.
0: Canvas micarta handle. handle.
2: Yeah, that didn't seem to make sense. Yeah. Um, Light, sharp, and strong blade edge. The biggest weakness is how small it is. Mm -hmm. So for slice twice, had um, poor technique to start and then adjusted to cut through. And the second cut was um, a downward chop. Had two penalties. Slasher incurred three penalties. Couldn't get through any of the items and was chasing the items. Couldn't generate enough power.
0: They kind of say that. Those that are chasing the items tend to not do as well. If you're if you're plant in front your of them and plant your feet, you can get some of the momentum from you right. and the momentum of it traveling towards you to work together to, to,
1: to break through.
2: For Timber, she had a great technique, but hit it one too many times.
1: One too many times. One too many <laughs> times. It was going
2: to fall in, but missed it and got one penalty. Um, ice pick, was she used two-handed swings and easily got through the ice. And then Lifeline... Was also stopped by the chicken.
0: What? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Are we going back to season one here? <laughs> oh, chicken. No,
2: because season one was the fish. Well, some people did season get stopped by the chicken. chicken,
0: too. The fish was the big one in season one, but
1: the chicken, it stopped its fair share of people. All right, moving on to Stephen Fick. He's at Sword Fighting School. Yep, on Instagram. On yep. the Instagrams. <laughs> he brought a falchion. He's been sword fighting for 30 years. Largest school for weapons martial arts in the US. Falchion is type of sword Robin Hood might have carried. Fourteenth century European blade. Very fast and sharp blade, but also really thin. Twenty-eight inch blade. So, so. It's good length, but very thin. Yeah. So sliced twice. He missed the first, adjusted to cut low, so it would be more of a sugarcane to cut. And managed to cut three out of the four. So that's pretty awesome he definitely can tell that he had experienced
0: swords at that point right. like he, he just came in and he knew how to adjust and make it work
1: for the following three slasher he fell over trying to cut the first object didn't cut through in time but did cut the second two objects I said, the second and third yep uh, timber he managed to nail the landing so he got it in there yep landed it in there good job ice pick crazy bendiness <laughs> when cutting the ice but he got through yeah Lifeline, the damn chicken! What? It stopped them. Where were these chickens from? Dude. These Hulk chickens that they had in this episode. They're crying foul. <laughs> oh, Ooh.
0: okay. And that was the last run that they showed. But we do the what? last
1: run. How is that possible? Was well, there another guy?
0: There was another guy. <laughs> and first off, I'm going to go back to the last episode and mention so episode two. Episode two. I had put up in the background a picture of the people, and there were seven guys. And I had put question marks above one guy because where was his run? I didn't know who he was. Found out after the fact that he was a fellow by the name of Mark, who goes by Knives by Mark on Instagram, and he's got you know a good following on Instagram. And it turns out that he got cut from the episode, oh. and you know I went through and I re-edited the uh, the photo okay. to cover that. But then I was like. I got to pay more attention. Like, if this is happening on every episode, I don't want to screw someone out of getting some recognition. Right. And Scott Gossman was also in that lineup at the beginning of the episode that you can clearly see in the episode. Ah, poor Scott. But was cut from the episode itself. So, hopefully, once History Channel starts posting these things, you'll be able to see his run. But in the time between now and then, you can check him out at on Instagram at Gossman Knives, that's G-O-S-S-M-A-N, Knives, to see some of his awesome blades. He does have some very cool-looking knives up there. And uh, we look forward to checking out your run when it does go up on the History Channel website. Awesome. So, we move on. Dead run. Dead run. Dead (laughs) run. (laughs) And it came down to Eric versus Kayla. Nice. And... It Made sense, Eric made it the farthest in the course, and Kayla made it the second farthest essentially she she got she did not get stopped by the chicken she didn't get <laughs> stopped by the chicken and uh we all picked Eric to win it over Kayla. I mean he made it farther I mean he's just he showed from his run that he had a little bit more control and and had a uh, higher potential to win overall, so we all picked him to win. Yeah. So, what was dead run this week? It was gauntlet, which you had to cut each rotating target in half. In half. Then there was ball buster. Again, cut your nine rolling
1: balls in half. They're, they're just melons, aren't they?
2: No, they're
0: no, foam No, no, ball buster
1: is, the, is foam balls. That are oh, okay. And, and they they paint, look like melons. They, they look do. like cantaloupes. They're styrofoam, yeah,
2: yeah. and then they paint the last one red, yeah. but it's still the same type.
0: Cut them in half before they hit the floor. It doesn't have to be half. It just has to have a tiny little little, as long as you can see a piece fly off, it counts. Uh, Then extinguisher, cut the rope, cut the water bottle, extinguish the flame. So far, no one's done it. So far, no one's done it in this whole season. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Free fall, cut the fruit as it falls, aka fruit ninja. Fire and ice, cut through the four hundred pound ice block to trigger the flames. And then crash landing, you must cut completely through the flying targets before they zip past you, then destroy the crate to release the red ball The red ball. Right.
2: Yeah, they say contents, but it's It's the red ball. It's just
0: the red ball. And then finally, cut the ropes to release the stairs, climb those stairs, and end your run with one final chop. And all penalties that are incurred here are 20 seconds added time to your run. So... Since I did the whole run through of the course, why don't you cover Kayla? Sure.
2: So Kayla goes through Gauntlet with no penalties.
0: That was good. That was pretty impressive. Get through that.
2: Gets through Ballbuster with five penalties. It's Exten- not easy. I mean, yeah. it
0: was. Yeah, everybody tends to have the same problem with the how do you hit these things? And if you're trying to chop straight down, generally it doesn't work because you're going to miss it. It does work sometimes, but it also depends on the size of your blade and that sort of thing. Also. But,
2: like we get introduced to all these things, they have no idea what's in there. It, it seems that like they just kind of go through. The
0: f- yeah, the first time they walk in there to see dead run,
2: that's they, what it is, and they have to go do it. So they don't know, they don't have strategy until it's happening. Right, it takes a little while to kind of get on board with it. Um, extinguisher is next. Four penalties. Couldn't we still extinguish have yet it. <laughs> to extinguish any flames with these water bottles. Um, Free fall was four penalties.
0: Out of 10. So that was fairly hard.
2: Um, Fire and ice had a good strategy, creating a cavity and utilizing the weight of the ice to kind of make that crack larger and break the block. Mm -hmm. And then in crash landing, had two penalties. And then with the, she made it up, firestorm completed with no issues with that and had 15 penalties altogether.
1: Yep. Okay. Moving on to Eric's run. The gauntlet. No penalties. Good start. Ball buster. Four penalties, so one less. Mm -hmm. Extinguisher. Extinguished three. He finally did it. it. He was finally the one to do it. Free fall. He only missed one. Fire and ice. Three strikes. Got that done. Oh, yeah. Crash landing. He ripped the box down. Mm -hmm. And Firestorm. Chopped twice on one of the ropes. But that was it. So he had six penalties in total. So Kayla's time was seven minutes forty-five seconds with the penalties. Pretty pretty yeah. good, time. Pretty not good time. Not bad. Not bad. Eric's time, four minutes ten seconds. Woo! Four minutes. With the penalties. With the
0: penalties. Yeah, that's not so that's what? So six times twenty seconds, 120 seconds that's two minutes of penalties. <laughs> So he made he it ripped through it. 2 minutes and 10 seconds <laughs> yeah. and then 2 minutes
1: in penalties. That's crazy. The ball buster busted my balls a bit he says. Oh, and the camera was zoomed on his <laughs> on
2: the sword. Well, it was <laughs> on zoomed on the on sword, his- but how convenient. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So, let's uh tally up our uh, phrase that pays down here. Our secret words. Okay. The in-half count was 5. Mhm. Gas count was 2. One from Goldberg, one from two. Yep. Now I added uh, slow it down. Slow it down. Okay. There was five of those. Really? Yes. Ah, that is slow it down. Okay. Um, you know, for whatever I forget what obstacles those are for. Um, sweet spot. There's a count of two, mm-hmm. and then one too many. One hit too many. Usually for a timber. Yeah. Four of those. Four of those. <laughs> yeah. One hit too many, and he did it. Four times, so.
2: There's what, five people that went that far?
1: It's one hit too many. Yeah,
0: (laughs) one hit too many. Well, then we wrap it up with our points, and I don't think we updated yours here, Sean, but um, Sean's (laughs) at two, Teresa and I are at three for our picks. And that's the episode. Knife for Death, season two, episode three, enter the Yatagon. Congratulations, Eric, on your win. We look forward to seeing you in the finale. And nice job, everyone that competed. And, you know, good work. It was a fun episode. It was an interesting episode. I am definitely feeling a lot better about this season than I was the first season. Like, I feel like it's more competitive. The obstacles are a little more difficult, but also make more sense for a blade sports style of competition. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I like it. So, good job, everybody. Thank you for watching. Remember to follow us on Instagram. We just broke 700 followers on Instagram. Wow. That's pretty good. Pretty cool. And we also just recently broke 200 subscribers on YouTube. Ooh, that's pretty good. All right. So, the numbers are slowly crawling up there, and uh, we're getting people watching our stuff. So, thank you if you watch our show and subscribe or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And... You will see another episode or two from us coming out very soon for Knife for Death and for Forge and Fire. So, thank you for watching.
1: We'll see you. Bye. You can't do it unless the number is two. What? What are you talking about? Mm.